Stats Canada released its stocks report for July 31st this morning. I got the details from John Drieger with Leftfield Commodity Research. Part of the reason this one is interesting is, is this is the official carryout for this last crop year. So in some ways, you know, one of the things as, as a market analyst, we, we think a lot about what are the stocks going to be at the end of a crop year. That tells us a lot as to whether markets are bullish or bearish or tight or that sort of thing. And so uh, this is kind of the official Statistics Canada number for this crop year that just ended. And, uh, and as you mentioned, you know, stocks are down sharply pretty much across the board, anywhere from 30 to 50 percent, depending on the crop. And uh, just really a reflection of the fact that, that last year's uh, drought in Western Canada, I mean, we, we really had a, a yield disaster last year and, and crops were small. And, and at the end of the day, uh, at the end of the crop year, uh, there's not much left. And that's basically what, what StatsCan showed us here today. Let's run through some of the crops here. Wheat uh, total stocks down 38 uh, percent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, wheat, wheat was down uh, down considerably, and, and again, just a reflection of, of uh, a low yield. Uh, one of the things that's kind of interesting, I think, with wheat is, is we actually fed quite a bit of wheat last year. Part of it is because there was a much smaller barley crop and some other feed grains. So there's some of those, uh, uh, when you peel the onion back a, a couple layers in, in this report, those are some of the things that, that we look for and are interesting. But, but certainly, again, we, uh, you know, small crop. Uh, didn't export nearly as much as we did in the past because we simply didn't have the stocks and uh, and there wasn't that much left at the end of the day. For canola, uh, canola is at its lowest level uh, since 2013, down uh, over 50 percent. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, canola way down. And in fact, as we as we look closer at the numbers, it's it's likely that number is probably a little bit too low. I, I think they're probably uh, they may be underestimated farm stocks a little bit. Uh, but even so, even if that number is a bit on the low side, uh, again, just like other crops, uh, you know, down dramatically, I, I think the market was is showing that there certainly wasn't a lot of canola left when you just look at how incredibly high prices were, uh, you know, really uh, through, through most of the crop year. And uh, you know, prices reflecting that, uh, trade and farmer delivery activity reflecting that, and, and so today just kind of uh, affirmed what everybody was expecting. For canola, touch a little bit on the, on the exports. Those were down uh, drastically as well. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, it's again, you know, for virtually all crops, exports were were down significantly. One of the interesting things with canola is because we do have such a large uh, uh, domestic crush industry here in, in Western Canada, and and so unlike some crops where where the bulk of demand is is exports, you know, typically canola, uh, say in in more normal production years, might be you know call it fifty fifty ish between crush and exports. Uh, crush was down this last year, but but certainly not nearly as much as exports were. So so exports really took it on the chin. Uh, just kind of shows a little bit how uh, our, our crushers here in Western Canada they they bid more aggressively for canola. More of it was processed in our backyard, and and even though crush was lower, uh, the drop was not nearly as much. And, and instead, it was was exports that really took it on the chin this year to uh, to kind of just make up for the fact that we just didn't have the crop to send overseas. Just looking at uh, uh, dry peas here, uh, down uh, over 31%. Uh, talk a bit about that number and, um, you know, just demand uh, from from places like China. Yeah, you know, pea stocks, again, like all, all the others down, uh, you know, reflecting the, 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 the smaller crop. But, you know, one of the things with, with peas, and it'll be actually in some ways interesting going forward, is, uh, is a bit, you know, China has been such a, a huge uh, market for our peas. You know, the bulk of our yellow pea exports go to China. And, uh, and so they've been a, a hugely important market. You know, actually, it's it's really it's really helped offset uh, uh, India's reduced purchases the last couple of years. And so, so in that sense, China is really one to watch for for peas. 
and and they took the bulk of our pieces last year from from an export perspective. Uh, it's something we're going to watch closely going forward. Are, are they going to purchase as much as they did in the past? A, a good chunk of those peas do go into livestock feeding. Uh, we know their hog numbers are down. Uh, what is that going to look like going forward? That's a little bit of a question mark. So we'll see how that how that shakes out here uh, in the year looking ahead. And obviously not reflected in today's stocks number, but but something we're thinking about as uh, as we have a bit of a larger harvest this year as as weather improved in most regions. Did uh, any any other numbers stand out for you here today? You know, nothing that really jumped out a whole lot. I, again, I, I think it's largely as expected. Uh, in some ways, it's almost, uh, how we say, a little bit of a, a report card in the sense of, of sort of looking back on what, what happened and, and maybe fine-tuning some numbers as you work through balance sheets. But, you know, markets are forward-looking, and so in some sense, not a lot of big surprises in today's report. Uh, I think for the last little while, markets have been focusing on, on harvest and crop conditions and, and looking ahead to what's, uh, what's going to happen during the coming years. So uh, more backward-looking, but, but still, still interesting and, uh, and you know, a bit of a summation of, of what this last crop year looked like. And with the uh, lower stocks, you know, how might that impact farmers' uh, decisions here you know, um, with this harvest? Yeah, well, you know, with the, with the lower stocks, I mean, one of the things that, that it helps do is, uh, so we will have a larger harvest this year, undoubtedly, and we, you know, still, until it's in the bin, you don't know quite what's out there. Uh, but the fact that there's so little crop coming into this season means that the, the increase in the total supply of grains uh, isn't going to be as, as large. And so it keeps some of these balance sheets a little bit on the tighter side. Uh, one of the things I think with farmer selling decisions, you know, I, I think farmers are generally more lightly sold coming into this harvest. And I, I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One of them is that, you know, that, that stocks are tight, uh, a reflection of, of last year's uh, yield challenges. Uh, but then not only, you know, was last year a challenging production year, which I think in some cases made farmers a little bit more cautious, uh, but it was extremely dry coming into the winter. And then early this spring, it was extremely dry in the western half of the prairies, really wet and delayed in a good chunk of the eastern half of the prairies. And so I think all of those things have left farmers maybe a little more cautious about, about forward-selling grain, more so than they have in the past. And so in some sense, uh, you know, maybe the, the tight stocks number, I don't know if you could say directly has impacted farmers' decisions per se, but I, I think the tight stocks is kind of a reflection of all these things that have happened over the past uh, 12 months. Uh, which is, that I think, a big impact in how farmers view these markets and, and how to balance that risk on their farm in terms of you know, trying to lock in what have been you know, attractive prices. But there's also the production risk component and uncertainty that's come with it as well. And so I think farmers have, have, have understandably wrestled with that. That was John Drieger with Leftfield Commodity Research recapping this morning's Stats Canada Stocks Report for July 31st. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Knute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.